You're listening to the Right Mindset Podcast with Raquel Henry. This is episode 17. This podcast is sponsored by and associated with my writing studio, Writer's Atelier. I'm an author, editor, writing coach, and part-time professor who believes that mindset work is the cornerstone of writing success. Hi, all. Welcome back to another episode of the Right Mindset. I can't tell you all how excited I am because I am doing a brave thing today. (laughs) Uh, First, let me say it is a real privilege to be able to speak with you all this way. I honestly view it as a gift. And today's episode is really an episode I wrote two years ago. I, I, I know I can hardly believe it myself, but I, I'm, I'm being completely transparent with you guys here. When I opened the draft for it, it was dated August 2018. And then the second draft of it was dated February 2020. And I, I really am not kidding when I tell you guys resistance is real for me. You all know about the struggle I had with starting this podcast. And if you're just tuning in on this episode, then you might want to go back to the very first one because I talked about this a little bit. But I had a lot of, you know, resistance and fear around starting this podcast. And it was something that actually simmered, you know, in my (laughs) in my brain and I guess on the page as well in my, you know, on my flash drive for two years or so before I actually launched it. And, you know, I have a lot of projects like that where I just have this fear and this resistance around it. And I have to think about it again and again until I finally get up the guts to do it. I usually do get up the guts, but it it takes me a while. I'm working on getting a little bit better at that. But uh, yeah, that's kind of how most of my, my projects go. But even upon launching this podcast, I, I, I still have resistance, right? You know, I've sort of hidden behind the interviews, because it's so much easier to have a conversation with an author, especially when they're an author friend than it is for me to sort of get on here and talk to you guys solo. But you know, part of the reason I wanted to start this podcast was to, you know, be able to talk to you guys individually, right? Like, I mean, and when I say individual, what I mean is like from just me, me talking to you guys about the things that I've learned, the things that have helped me as a writer, and also to help, you know, spread my message. Um, the truth is, is that I really believe that each one of us, you know, we're all talented and we all can have writing success. And if there are things that I've learned along the way, you know, with mindset work and, you know, overcoming any kind of struggle, I believe in sharing that information so that maybe it might help another writer as well. So I again, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to push past all of this uh, in 2021. And I'm sharing this with you because I want it to just, you know, be a lesson to you that, you know, you're never going to not be scared. You're never going to not be scared to write something. And so that thing that you want to write or that thing that's writing might be writing related that you want to do, you're likely going to have to do it scared. (laughs) And I will say, you know, Trust me that, you know, most times we end up just saying to ourselves that it wasn't as bad as we thought. (laughs) And we end up, you know, wondering why we were even afraid to do the thing in the first place. All right. So I encourage you, if there's something that you are afraid to write, write it scared. All right. Just do it. 
<laughs> All right, so just a quick little writing update. I'd like to give you guys a little bit, um, some little updates about what I'm doing in my writing life. My second holiday romance novelette, Letter to Santa, has officially been out for, you know, roughly a month. And I honestly can't believe it's been that amount of time already. If you're like me and believe that Christmas is a state of mind, then you might want to check it out. It's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, bookshop.org. And yeah, you can, you can, I'll link to it down in the show notes. Also, I'm going to be part of the Trinity Prep Book Festival this year, which I'm so excited about. The organizers are in the process of recording the panel, so it's gone virtual this year. And you'll be able to see all of the panels, the recorded ones and the live ones on February 5th, 2021. And you can go to tpsreads.org to register. Again, I'm going to link that in the show notes. Trust me when I say you guys, it's awesome. And it's actually one of my favorite bookish festivals. So definitely check it out if you get a chance. And then last, I want to remind you guys about our accountability and group coaching program, The Right Gym. It's currently in year four, and I can't stop gushing about it because I, you guys have no idea how much I enjoy working with the writers in this program. One of the most rewarding things ever is seeing their growth as they move through the program. And, you know, if you are looking to grow, if you want to work on your craft and stay on track with, you know, your writing habits, I encourage you to join us. And again, I'll link that also in the show notes. So now that leads me into today's topic. I just mentioned the word growth. I felt called to talk to you guys a little bit about a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. So, you know, today's episode will likely be shorter than, you know, the interview ones that we've been doing. A lot of these talks that I have with you guys will probably be a bit shorter, but I'm just, I'm rolling with the punches. But I feel like there are a ton of writers out there who don't quite understand these terms, may have never even heard of the terms. Um, and what makes me say this is because I taught a workshop on mindset at my local library last year. Shout out to Orange County Public Library. And when I mentioned these terms, I got a few puzzled looks. <laughs> and just a side note, that was like further proof that I needed to like, continue on with this podcast and you know, do what I said I was going to do. But uh, I, I just wanted to kind of like define exactly what a fixed versus growth mindset means. And, you know, kind of give you guys some a few examples about, you know, my experience with it. And hopefully it will help you as you navigate your writing life. Um, the idea is for us to, you know, grow as writers and move forward as writers. And typically, um, staying in a fixed state of mind, which, you know, I'm going to define in a second here, is, is not the place we probably likely most of us want to stay, right? Um, so we should always be striving to be better versions of ourselves on a daily basis, right? And that same concept can be applied to writing, of course. Even some of the most prolific writers strive to improve their craft regularly. I don't think, right, like, you think of your favorite writer and think of their books. And like, 
obviously they're not going to hit it out of the park every time, but you do read their books. And as you get further along on their careers and, you know, follow their careers, you probably notice that their work improves and gets better, right? So before I get too far ahead of myself here, let's talk a little bit about the definitions of these two types of mindsets. So a fixed mindset is usually a state of mind that involves limiting beliefs. So this kind of mindset believes that talents and intelligence are fixed, right? Quote unquote fixed traits. So some of you may have heard the term, that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> well, it's limiting, right? The cookie doesn't have to crumble any particular way. And the cookie doesn't really have to crumble at all. Um, and wouldn't it depend on the quality of the cookie, whether the cookie was soft versus gooey versus chewy or even crunchy? Now I really want a cookie. <laughs> no, but really, even though I have used the phrase myself, right, it's incredibly limiting because it essentially teaches us to settle, right? And it's more or less saying that's just the way things are, right? That's what it emphasizes. So a growth mindset, on the other hand, is what I mentioned a little bit ago. And a growth mindset involves the thinking that there is always an opportunity to grow, even if the result is failure, right? So a growth mindset is the belief that anything can be achieved with hard work, dedication, and determination. And if you have a growth mindset, you might even push the envelope a bit in order to develop your abilities and do whatever it is you want to do, right? So just to clarify this further, I'm going to give you all a few examples of fixed mindset versus growth mindset. And now that I'm thinking about it, I might make this into a little graphic for our social media. Um, so if you want to uh, want to remember these things, I'm going to try to make a little graphic and post it on our Instagram account. But example of fixed mindset. I'm either good at writing or I'm not, right? That that sounds even just like sort of just right there, you, you've dug your heels in. <laughs> it doesn't sound like you wanna move, right? Growth mindset. I can learn to be a better writer if I study and practice my craft, right? Again, this, this mindset um, allows for the space, right? Um, it doesn't keep you in the same place, right? Another example, fixed mindset. Feedback and criticism of my writing is a personal attack. I'll never get better. Maybe I don't have what it takes to be a writer, right? Again, it's it just sounds even a little bit more negative. And it sounds like, you know, like, it's almost like the writer is not looking for the shift, right? The way to sort of shift that thinking. It's, it's like they want to stay in this state of mind, right? Growth mindset, feedback on my work is constructive and can make me a better writer. It's a chance to really make my manuscript shine, right? And a lot of this, right, I, I do wanna say this, a lot of growth versus fixed mindset is about shifting your perspective on things, right? That might even be a whole nother podcast episode, but the difference sort of between those two, right, is like the same thing can happen to a person, like. For example, like if we all get rejected, but I've had lots of business coaches tell me that, you know, rejection really is redirection. You've probably heard me say that on this podcast before. 
And that's essentially what it means. It's a way of looking at the thing that's not so great that's happening to you and asking yourself what you can learn from it, right? Not just sort of staying in a state of like, well, that doesn't feel good, right? Because we know rejection doesn't feel good. There are going to be bad things or negative things that happen to you on your writing career, right? But again, the point is to not stay in those negative states, right? It's we're sort of learning the tools here to help us move past that. And a lot of the times it's about reframing your thinking. All right. Here's another example of fixed mindset. I don't like to be challenged when it comes to writing. <laughs> and there are writers who say this. I, I, I know you guys are out there and I, I, I get it. Right. But it, growth mindset to, to converse conversely challenges in my writing help me grow as a writer right again looking at sort of those difficult parts of writing and asking yourself what is that moment trying to teach you and then last i'll give you one more example fixed mindset i've already learned what i need to know as a writer Again, right? Like that's that's so limiting. Why would you close yourself off to improving, right? Because learning means you're just improving as a writer. Growth mindset, on the other side of that, there is always something to learn when it comes to the craft of writing. This is actually one of my favorite things to say. Like I say that all the time. Like I go to conferences knowing fully well that a lot of the material or the programming those are things I've heard before or learned before, but I, I tell you what, every single time I go to something, even if I feel like, wow, you know, those subject matters, like I kind of feel like I know my way around them. I always learn something new. And the reason why I always learn something new is because, well, not only do I have a growth mindset, but it's because everyone teaches you in different ways. And sometimes I really connect with a thing that an instructor says, right? And it, it could be like the same concept, but it was the way that that particular instructor delivered the information, right? Something clicked. That's, that's true across the board. So you just never know what you're going to learn because, again, there are different people teaching you know, their ways of doing things, even if it might be the same concept. And then you usually get, I always get like a little nugget or something out of it, right? Okay, so you guys kind of get where I'm going here. And I'll tell you a little story about this, that last example I gave you guys. I was actually at an in-person conference. Remember those? <laughs> but I was at an in-person conference and uh, I, that I had a conversation with a writer the conference was actually one that myself and some of the other WA instructors got invited to speak at. And I remembered it was raining like wild that day. And everybody was sort of standing around the lobby, just, you know, casually chatting and waiting for the, for the rain to either clear up or, you know, making a run for it. And one of the writers at the conference came over to myself and the other instructors and, you know, made small talk and, you know, talked about enjoying the other instructors workshop. And so the instructor mentioned that studio, the studio writers atelier conducts workshops like the one she delivered, you know, and, and they do it all the time. And, you know, that the writer should come. 
<laughs> so the minute she mentioned the word workshop, it was like, it's, I don't know, it sent off some sort of alarm bells. And the writer just shook his head and he was like, I think I'm a little beyond writing workshops at this point in my career. <laughs> so my brain immediately went, huh? <laughs> like, uh, I really am not, I'm not trying to like degrade this person, right? More so I, 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 I want to show you that this is, this is a specific kind of example, right? So I stepped in and I said, you know, no writer is beyond a workshop, right? Like there's, there is always going to be something that you can learn from someone and we should all be challenging ourselves to become better writers, no matter how, how many books we've written, right? No matter how many books we've sold. And so that writer responded, I don't think so. Like I said, I'm beyond workshops. And if you listen to the examples I just gave you, that phrase alone sounds dismissive, right? And also it's very limited, limiting, right? Um, and <laughs> to be honest, like I, I, I admit it, I walked away. And I left the other instructor there talking to him because I, I, I didn't want to be mean, but I needed to protect my own energy. And I will talk about that a little bit more on some future episodes, but I believe in like protecting my energy. And I didn't want to be around someone who thought like that, right? Because those, those thoughts are ultimately toxic. And so if you couldn't see where I was going with that, <laughs> I wanted to say that that really is a limiting belief. If you think you are so, you know, just really high and mighty uh, that you don't need to continuously learn and grow, well, you know, I, I sort of feel a little sorry for you. And you should probably turn off this podcast right now. Um, and I don't mean that to be harsh. I just mean it as a way to, you know, kind of show you guys that there's not going to be a moment where it's not important for you to keep learning as a writer. That's what we signed up for. That's the job we signed up for. Our And that's the beauty of our job is that we get to continue to grow and learn and it's never black and white, right? It's like, we've got a lot of these gray areas in writing, which I love. And writing also is about exploration. And why wouldn't you want to be part of that, be a participant in that? Um, so I, I'm a writer, just like all of you listening. And, you know, there isn't a day that goes by where I don't want to get better. I want to be the kind of writer who challenges myself forever. And I want to push the envelopes. I want to take the risks. I want to keep learning, even if I'm never viewed as one of the greats. And, you know, for me, that's all part of the fun, right? That's part of the fun of being a writer. Everything is not so clear cut. We explore, we learn, we perfect our craft again and again, and we get to do that for the rest of our lives. And I don't know about you guys, but I am completely enamored by that. I am absolutely in love with being a writer. And I love that the possibilities are endless for us as creators. So a couple years ago, one of my words, you know, the, how everyone selects their word for the year, a um, couple years ago, my word was limitless. And that's what I want every writer to believe about their work, about their careers, about themselves. Your writing ideas are limitless. Your talent for writing is limitless. The possibilities for your writing dreams are limitless. 
you, dear writer, are limitless. And so as I mentioned, you know, in the first episode of this podcast, this way of thinking is not easy. And our society subtly conditions us, right, to place these limits on ourselves. Essentially, these limits that society places on us are the very things that we have to continuously fight against. And this, again, is why regular mindset work is so critical. We have to first condition our minds for the lifelong writing marathon we're about to run. And we're all running this marathon, right? The greats are running the marathon too, right? They might be actually like a little further than us, right? But they're also still running the marathon. And so the best way to be in shape, right, is is to do your conditioning, right? And do your exercises regularly. And that, that includes mindset work. And it includes, um, you know, your, the actual practice of writing. So I know there are going to be writers who listen to this and dismiss it. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> but I wouldn't be who I am if I didn't forever insist that writers give, you know, at least give this a fair shot and, and be consistent with it once you do. My mother used to watch Dr. Phil and love, she loved Dr. Phil. And... Uh, <laughs> It may have rubbed off on me just a little bit at one point. (laughs) But in all seriousness, there was one thing that stuck out to me with that show, right? Sometimes Dr. Phil would suggest a plan of action to turn a negative situation into a positive one. And the individual who was trying to help would sometimes like counter his suggestions. And uh, they were actually like most, a lot of the times they were pretty resistant And so Dr. Phil would always reply, how's that working out for you? (laughs) Right? So that single phrase has been with me ever since, right? I ask writers who meet me with resistance that same question. How is the current thing you're doing working for you? Right? If a growth mindset doesn't work, how is the fixed mindset working? Now, let's just say they were both equal in results, right? Both produce the same result. I would still choose growth. I'd rather die trying than than wondering what if, right? And there's like a quote, of course, I can't remember it right now because I don't have this in my notes or anything. It just popped into my head. But there's a, there's a, there's a quote about, you know, the pain of staying the same, right? Like the pain of staying the same being greater than taking the risk. And that's honestly, those are things that I hold on to. And again, I know there are people out there that are probably thinking I'm like way too positive, but for me, being positive feels good and it helps my enthusiasm to help other writers, right? It, it helps me help other writers to stay positive. And I do believe in the thing, in a thing called, you know, toxic positivity. It is a thing and it, it is real. I would never ever tell anybody to not feel emotions or to feel the the way they're feeling, for example, like after a rejection or after you have a bad writing day. You should absolutely feel those things, right? You should feel those emotions and you should reflect on those emotions. The thing I am trying to help writers with is to not stay buried in those emotions, right? is to help them continue to work past them or at least to live with them, right? To be able to move through life and and have the success even though you have those emotions. 
I never, I, I, I say this all the time, but I've never claimed to not have a negative thought. I mean, I've, I just opened the episode with telling you about my resistance, right? And having a positive mind doesn't mean you're never going to have a negative thought. Uh, it just means that you know how to work on your thoughts and you know how to acknowledge those thoughts and you know not how to, you know how to, how to stop those thoughts from keeping you moving forward. Positive thinking keeps me faithful that someday, you know, every writing wish I have will come true. So that's why I talk about it. Because people ask me all the time, you know, how do you do this? How do you do that? And how I do it is, you know, with mindset work. I'm not, I'm not kidding you guys. So you can choose. You can either have a fixed mindset and, you know, believe that there is a cap as to how good of a writer you'll be. Or you can do the work and cultivate a growth mindset, which believes you can be as good as you want to be, you know, that you can keep growing as a writer, that you can keep getting better. All right. That's my little bit of a soapbox today. <laughs> Should I call these like soapbox sessions? <laughs> soapbox sessions with Raquel. Um, honestly, you guys, I really hope this episode helped you understand a little bit more about fixed versus growth mindset. But I also hope that it, it inspired you to expand your thinking a little bit. You know, the possibilities are infinite. And you, you dear writer, you can achieve anything you want. I'll tell you the same thing my mom told me, right? You can achieve anything you set your mind to. Thanks, as always, for listening, you all. If you're enjoying The Right Mindset, I encourage you to subscribe and leave us a review. You can also check out Writers Atelier at writersatelier.com or on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube. If you're interested in joining our membership, you can do so through Patreon. Take care and happy writing life. <laughs>